Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District and also St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. This morning, we head to Hampton Township in the North Hills to help Aquinas Academy of Pittsburgh celebrate a very special anniversary. It was 25 years ago that the independent private school was founded. Aquinas rented six classrooms in the former St. Catherine of Sweden Parish School Building for its first 13 students. Today, enrollment is nearly 500 in kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. The high school twice has been ranked the number one Catholic high school in Pennsylvania and the top high school in Pittsburgh for seven straight years, starting back in 2015. It was established and is governed by parents who are deeply committed to the moral and intellectual formation of their children. Students come from economically diverse families and commute from 14 different school districts. Nearly a quarter of Aquinas students receive financial aid. My guest this morning is Leslie Mitros, who is the head of school at Aquinas Academy of Pittsburgh. Leslie, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you, Father Tom. And first, congratulations on a quarter century of quality uh, Catholic education, 25 years. You've been there most of those years. What's it like uh, building a school literally uh, from the ground up? Well, I have to say that it's been an, an adventure. I started at Aquinas in 1999 as a part-time teacher when my own children were young and a math teacher by trade, a secondary math teacher, and I thoroughly enjoyed that, but that moved quickly into some administrative positions um, beginning, and then beginning in 2004, I was um, asked to be head of school by our board of directors. So I feel like I have been a part of that story for 22 of the 25 years. And I would say it has been really unique to build from the ground up, which is to say, uh, you know, the school opened with 13 students. By the time I, um, by the time I started, it was probably about 60 students, and um, it has been an adventure from renting space to purchasing the property of the St. Catherine of Sweden campus when they moved around the corner to Wildwood Road, and that benefited us greatly. Um, then we were landowners and, the, and the, the old church became our chapel and a lot of renovation, turning common spaces into classroom buildings, building an, an athletic field, um, building a gym. And so I have to say that every summer and every year, there has been some sort of construction, even if it's moving walls to make new space. So it has been an adventure, not only from a physical perspective, 
but growing pains in a good way as we have um, moved from 13 students to our current enrollment, which is nearly 500. Uh, wow. So a lot of challenge, but a lot of joy. So you're almost like a pillar of the uh, school. You've been there pretty much from the ground up from the beginning. So congratulations. And you and I uh, have a history, 20 years we've known each other. Um, I was a rookie priest, my very first assignment at the uh, former St. Alphonsus Parish, which is now St. Aidan Parish in Wexford. So uh, 20 years, it's hard to believe you and I uh, have uh, known each other. So that's fantastic. And That's right. Can you tell our listeners about Aquinas Academy's core mission? I, I would summarize that by saying we have a very specific mission statement, and that's posted on our website. But if I had to summarize that, I would say that at the heart of Aquinas's founding is the, is the understanding and the realization that parents are the primary educators of their children, and that we are here to support them in that most important work that has been entrusted to them as parents, um, which is to the development of their children, both intellectually and spiritually. And I would say that the, um, the two pillars of our mission are strong intellectual formation and strong faith formation. And the fact that those faith and reason are completely compatible, and we want our students to, um, to understand that and to know that there's a complementarity between faith and reason. So if we keep our eyes focused on strong academics and, um, and faithful formation in, in Catholicism, we are doing what we wish to do in, in forming Catholic leaders who are ready to meet the challenges of both um, personal and professional life when they leave here. Now, can you describe the profile of an Aquinas Academy graduate? Yes, I would say that that at the end of their 12 years at Aquinas Academy, we want our students to be academically ready to handle um, whatever might be in front of them. Those students who are able to achieve at, at um, high levels in some of the elite um, colleges and universities, we want them to have the intellectual foundation and the strong academics to be able to walk into that world and not struggle as a college freshman, to, but to be intellectually prepared. We want them to be well-spoken. We want them to be able to express their thoughts well in writing. Um, and we want them to, to be well-versed in the faith because it is not easy to walk out into a college campus to be able to understand um, who they are in Christ as, as, as uh, sons and daughters of God, and to be able to be in that world and be confident in what they believe and what they know to be true. And, and primarily to recognize truth, because we do know that on college campuses, you hear a lot of things, and we want them to be able to recognize truth and then choose those things that are most important to um, to be able to stand up for and to um, push back against and but at the very least to be able to recognize that there is objective truth. Yeah, so it's a well rounded uh, wholesome of the person uh, of the yes. graduate. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now Aquinas Academy offers a challenging curriculum in the Catholic tradition covering all the major areas of liberal arts to help the students get ready for college, but you also help your graduates make a right moral choices, which definitely is against the grain, especially in our uh, today's society. How do you do that? 
I would say that begins early on with um, with their with their formation, both in the religion classroom and in a strong foundation in the sacramental life. Um, but I think it kind of intensifies through late middle school and into high school, where there is a piece that um, that, that we we I think our, our theology department in particular wants them to understand uh, moral choices, not even only from a Catholic perspective, but also because most of that is is rooted in natural law and it's logical. And if they can get to some of the challenging moral issues by understanding um, the dignity of the human person, uh, you know, again, our faith is not unreasonable. And what we know is that when they go out there, uh, it, it is helpful if they can approach some of the moral dilemmas of our day from, from a logical perspective, in addition to the faith perspective, because sometimes you're going to get a little bit farther in a conversation with a friend, or if you can get to the logic of a situation, and whether that's being able to discuss um, situations, you know, as, as, as challenging and as controversial as abortion, or if it is the gender issues, to be able to really understand um, the logic behind all of the moral positions that the church takes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a big part of the religion class is not to be afraid of having those discussions and, and to allow students to hear it. They may not completely understand it at the time, but a lot of times they'll reach back once they're in college and say, you know, there was that paper or there was that article. And I'm in this discussion with my um, college roommate. And, and can you reframe that for me? Because I, I, I remember that, I, that it resonated with me, but I can't get all of the way there. And that's how we want to be able to help them to bring others along. Right. Especially in hearing all the noise in, in today's society, you know, what they uh, go home with and interacting with uh, non-Aquinas uh, friends and family members, you know, it can be a challenge uh, to sure. them. So it's good you give them that, that foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about the spiritual life at Aquinas Academy? Yes, we have, um, we really are rooted in the sacraments here. So we do have mass four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. We do something different with that time on Thursdays. Um, so, and for the students in grades one through eight, they're at mass every day. Kindergarten goes twice a week as they're kind of getting used to that daily mass routine. And the high school students have the option. We like to give them the freedom that comes with maturity in the faith of choosing to attend mass or not attend mass. If they don't go to mass, they have the option of a silent study hall, because frankly, if they're too busy to go to mass, then they must have work to do. And, um, and we do understand, you know, if they have a big game or they need to use their time well, too, that's part of growing up and part of becoming an adult. So we do have mass four days a week, and um, that is a variety of priests, mostly uh, the local priests and some of the people down at the diocese come out and offer mass for us. So we have a rotating schedule of celebrants. And um, in addition to that, they students have the opportunity for confession. I, I, I would say once to twice a month. Uh, as we've grown, it's mostly once a month, uh, the way we try to get that scheduled. But, uh, you know, they have a, they have a 
a very natural understanding of the sacrament of reconciliation and they take advantage of that whenever they feel called to do so and we provide that for them. So the sacramental life I would say is rich. In addition to that, classes are centered in prayer, but kind of more than that, the way that we approach things is more formative than it is um, I would say punitive. You know, we want students to understand the ramification of their choices and that all ties into the spiritual life of the school too. Absolutely. So the the academics, the spiritual life, the personal life, very well-rounded at Aquinas, and that's yep. the, the wholesome of the student. Great. Well, we have lots more to talk about. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End and St. Benedict the Moor Parish in the Hill District. This Sunday morning, we are preaching Aquinas Academy in Hampton Township in the North Hills. And my guest this morning is Leslie Mitros, who is the head of school of Aquinas Academy of Pittsburgh. Now, Leslie, the school governance at Aquinas is a little bit different uh, from the regular diocesan Catholic schools. You're a Catholic school, but you're not uh, like the other diocesan schools. You're independent and private that was founded by parents. Uh, Can you tell our listeners, how does your governance uh, work? Sure. So Aquinas is the first, and actually at this point, the only um, K-12 independent Catholic school. And people might wonder what that means to be an independent Catholic school. Um, We do indeed enjoy the blessing of the bishop. Back in uh, 1996, when the school was founded, uh, the, the, we did have the blessing of the diocese, which is important because it's with that blessing that we're able to have daily mass. And um, it really came about as the result of a parent group who was uh, doing a book study actually under, at that time, uh, um, Father Frank Hoffman, sometimes known as Father Rocky of Relevant Radio, who urged these parents to step out in faith, to open a school that, that, um, that met the needs that they were looking for in a particular way. And part of that was K to 12 and and with a strong Catholic identity. So at that time, Peter Bloom was one of the um, founding members of that, of that group of parents and has served as our board chair for the last 25 years. So he's really my boss. And, um, you know, so it is under the governance of a board of directors that still actually some of the founders are still part of that board of directors as well as other parents. There is representation from the diocese uh, Anna Torrance sits on our board because, because that is important to be able to be a Catholic entity in the diocese and, and for the um, bishop to have, have a touch point with what's going on over here at, a client, at Aquinas. So that is our mode of governance. And that board of directors is not really responsible for the day-to-day. Early on, they set policy, but their primary responsibility is the fiscal stability of the school. And, um, and that is what they do best. Uh, As a matter of fact, our story has been a story of enough growth that there have been several building campaigns along the way, and we are in the midst of a very large project at the moment that the board of directors is overseeing, and that is that um, our elementary building is the old 1950s St. Catherine of Sweden um, grade school that was sorely in need of some updating, Um, but at the same time, we had a need to expand our middle school space, which actually that was another building project in the basement of the old church, now our chapel. 
So we, we actually don't have enough um, classrooms to accommodate all of the middle schoolers. So they spill over into the high school, which opened in 2014. So currently what we're doing is we're doing, we're building backwards. We are building a two-story building with the second story being built first, which is to say, uh, so as not to, so as to be able to work within the footprint of the land that we own, we are putting a second story over top of, not supported by, but literally built over top of self-standing um, the current grade school building. And when that lower, when that is finished, then the lower school students, grades one to five, will move upstairs. That's going to be a middle of the year move for them this coming winter. And at that point, they will demolish the old um, grade school building that sits underneath of that. And, and then at that point, they will reconstruct a first floor uh, underneath that second store, second, second story. So it really is a unique project. It has impacted our campus in a million interesting ways this year. Um, however, the current lower school is able to function in their classrooms underneath. It is the year of minimalism because those teachers know they can anticipate a mid-year move. But when it's all done, we'll have a um, new lower school building on the first floor. Middle school will be on the second floor. And all of that will actually connect via a bridge to the high school building, which is already a new building that opened in 2014. So we are really excited about that. One of the advantages of that is that it will allow us to um, expand our middle school. Right now, we're kind of constrained by classroom size. So our lower school, we, we aim for two groups of students for a total of 36, 18 students each in grades K through two. We'll let third, fourth, and fifth creep up a little bit more toward um, two groups of 20. And in the middle school, in some cases, we have 21 or 22, two groups of 21 or 22. So with this new building, we'll be able to thin that, thin that down a little bit, let our middle school um, expand to be about three groups of 15 or 45 to 48 students, because that will very nicely feed the high school, where our goal is about 50 students in each grade. So that's exciting. Our current enrollment is right now, this year, we have about 215 students in grades K to 5. 115 in grades six to eight and 154 in the high school. So this project will allow us to get a little bit bigger, not a lot bigger, we like our size, but it will allow for better growth, natural attrition into the high school if we can allow those middle school classes to get a little bit bigger. Wow, what, that's just incredible. What, uh, what an incredible journey the last 25 years. And I remember when I was back at St. Alphonsus, I would um, say masses there at Aquinas uh, and going into the former St. Catherine church there and seeing the uh, former school building. And I could see how, you know, it definitely uh, needed upgraded. And I've recently drove past there. I was in the North Hills recently and I, I drove past and it was just, it was like a brand new campus. It was like, wow, this, this wasn't here 20 years ago when, when I was uh, a rookie priest and just, just the blossoming of, of how the school has grown is, and that's just kudos to you. Sure. And, and I know Peter, Peter Bloom from the St. Paul Cathedral Parish. And Absolutely. Absolutely. You plant the seeds and watch it grow. That, that's just yeah. fantastic. And it just keeps growing, you know. So, so, Father Tom, if you were to drive by at exactly the right time of day, you would see uh, last year with COVID and continuing this year, just because of crowding, 
you would see that at 11 o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and at 1.10 on Friday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and at 1.10 on Friday, we actually have mass outdoors in the parking lot. We have a portable altar. It takes us half an hour to set it up every day for mass, every <laughs> a half an hour to tear it down. And the students actually sit on beach towels in the front parking lot, and we can have the whole school outdoors for mass. And that has actually been kind of delightful. And uh, we didn't really realize how much we had grown uh, because last year we really thinned down how many students could go to mass at one time. Mm -hmm. But when we think about trying to fit everybody in the chapel, we actually believed we have outgrown our chapel. So for now, the outdoor class mass is serving us well. And it's pretty impressive to see 500 kids on their knees in the parking lot during the consecration right That's there on great. West Hardy's Road as people drive by. Wow. Now, uh, we just have about a minute and a half left. So for parents who are interested in learning more about Aquinas Academy, can you tell us about um, how to get in touch with you, uh, your phone number and website? And I'm sure financial aid is available for those who qualify. Yes, it is. And we have an upcoming open house, Father Tom, on Saturday, October 16th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, and that will be for parents interested in everything from preschool on up to grade 12. Uh, registration is required and you can register online at the website, which is www.aquinasacademy.info. And you'll be able to find all the information for that open house. Or you can call our admissions director, uh, Mr. Joe Austin. School's phone number is 724-444-0722. And either way, um, you can get a little more information. Financial aid is available, both need-based and some merit uh, for those entering high school. There are some merit scholarships available. Great. In your location, you're perfect right in the middle of the North Hills there, uh, 2308 West Hardy's Road. That's in Hampton Township, uh, right not too far from Route 8, 910 uh, North Park. You're kind of like right in the middle, so yep. very easily accessible. Leslie Mitros, the head of school at Aquinas Academy of Pittsburgh, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you, Father Tom. Nice to reconnect. Great. We'll be back in a moment here on KDK Radio. This week in our, our plus segment, we are featuring the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus teaches that wealth and possessions can be a major hindrance for one aspiring to be a disciple. Uh, this passage consists of three points. There's a rich man desiring to become a disciple. He asks how he can get into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus privately addresses uh, the disciples about the wealth and the rewards for following Jesus. The most difficult words of Jesus uh, calls us to do is to let go and to let God. To be a true disciple means to let go. And there's a lot of distractions, a lot of uh, wealth and possessions, a lot of noise in our society that can sometimes pull us away from our faith, pull us from becoming closer uh, to the kingdom of God. And this weekend's readings really helps us to kind of let go and let God and let go of the distractions, the baggage. What are those things in our lives that are preventing us to becoming closer to our loved ones and closer to one another? So let go and let God and let uh, the joyful peace come into your hearts. And we'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening to Catholic Education Plus here on KDK Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.